You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. What you got there, Quentin? Uh, I'm just shaking a bag of M&M Minis. I'm not actually going to eat any of the M&Ms, but I just wanted to get that sound. Yeah, and I'm tapping but my, I, but my I, mug. ASMR. Yeah, get those, get those, those tinglies. But I got a, another cup of Dutch Bros um, coffee this morning. The good people there gave me some stickers that say Dutch Dad on them. Because <laughs> today's Father's Day. Mm. That's right. So happy and Father's Day to you, Tim and Jackson. Thank you, my father. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say I'm the father of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm 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 a father of um, Tiny Cat and Dylan the dog. Yeah, they're my children. Amazing. Um, Quentin, uh, one could call you the Pod Father. Um, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they called like? Mark Marin or something. I don't know. Oh God, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. That like man it. should not be that man should not be allowed to reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Jackson, um happy Father's I made, to you. I made waffles this morning. Um and I put I had some leftover ricotta from Ooh. from another meal. I put that on top and we, we bought some peaches at Costco. And cut up some peaches, so peaches and ricotta and and uh, maple syrup on a Damn. waffle. It was very good. Sounds good. It was delicious. I like I your hat, by the way. Thank you very much. For I, the podcast I, listeners. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, a Miller draft. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is a it is a Miller genuine draft hat. Um, of course, every every Wisconsin grandfather's favorite beer. Um, but it has a personal connection to you too, right? Yes, it's my Wisconsin grandfather's favorite beer. Um, mm-hmm. but we, uh, I, I picked, I picked up a six pack of it recently, and it does just taste like High Life, but with like more bubbles, because it's supposed to taste like it just came out of a tap, um, like a real genuine draft. But it like it mm. it tastes almost identical to, to High Life. It is not. Mm-hmm. But that's hey. Clara's favorite beer is High Life. There you go. It's a good. It's got a better logo or better uh, can. The black can. Anyway, Tim. Tim, what are you macking on? I'm just sipping. It's the morning for me. It's eleven, so it's still the morning. I'm just <laughs> sipping on some tea. You know how it goes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Classic. I had a weird I had a weird morning. I was telling Jackson I woke up at five o'clock to do laundry um, to avoid the wrath of my neighbor who's today is their laundry day. So I was doing it at 5 a.m. So they anyway. And at the same time, I was watching The Little Mermaid uh, as I was waiting for my laundry and sort of slipping in and out of sleep and consciousness, um, having some weird dreams. Uh, There's some some fish in the dreams and stuff. Uh, yeah, but um, I made it through the movie, and uh, the oh, I guess that's what we're gonna talk about, right, guys? Because it's the yeah. podcast. Hey, right, so, but we we could spend some time on talking about your dreams if you'd like to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clara had a scarf on, and I said she looked like <laughs> Doctor Who, which she kind of took <laughs> the wrong way, and I said, no, 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 I like Doctor Who. <laughs> and this is actually real. This is what I dreamed last night. <laughs> So um, the the fish part um, was Trey Anastasio in the dream, or was it uh, some other members of the band Fish? <laughs> I, I wish that would that would been awesome. I'd be like, "Who are you guys? I don't even know who you are." <laughs> I had a dream about Slick Rick last night. Sweet, which which I think is like foreshadowing because it's Father's Day and he reads a children's story and. He's the only father that ever read a children's story to me. So thank you, Slick Rick. <laughs> Wait, what's Slick Rick's book? No, he has that song, Children's Story. 
Uh, yeah. I'm, it's I'm not, not a children's story, though. <laughs> but that's the joke. <laughs> um, anyway, call, anyway, call your dads. Yeah, call your dads. And Jackson, did you have any dreams last night? Um, no, yeah, don't feel obligated to is what Olivia said. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't encourage yourself. I took a melatonin last night and didn't dream, or at least I don't remember that. So uh, I I slept really well though. It was great. See, whenever I usually take melatonin, I have very vivid dreams. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, affects some people some way. Yeah. Okay. Last part of my dream was like you know when you have something to do and when you need to wake up and you so you sort of dream that you're doing it. Like yes. I was dreaming that I was doing laundry mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I woke up. I was like, God oh, damn, I haven't done the laundry yet. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's that, Thankfully, since I've been taking medication, that does not happen to me as often. <laughs> um, but before I was taking anxiety medication all the fucking time, <laughs> you just wake up thinking about the thing that I have to do and then have to do the thing. Oh God, that sucks. Um, but I've got my anxiety under control. So we're doing okay. Sweet. I'll drink to that. Yeah. My um, coffee, that is. <laughs> anyway, Quentin, it's your pick this week. We watched. Yeah, I thought let's let's watch that Disney movie about the ocean that everyone's talking about. That just came <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Um, we're not watching Luca, unfortunately. Although it is a good movie, I recommend it. Um, we're watching The Little Mermaid. Um, if you were a '90s child like myself, and you guys are too, I feel like mm-hmm. every every child and their mom had uh, this movie on VHS, the VHS with the penis cover. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. My parents uh, still think, have it. Yeah, yeah. I think I still do too. But um, I watched this movie a lot because uh, I had a younger sister. And she loved mermaids and loved the ocean. Um, but also, I think this is a genuinely good uh, Disney yep. princess movie. Like, yes. I, I enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you Music is great. Um, though, I did notice in parts, I don't know if this was like a Disney Plus thing, if it had been like remastered or something, but the animation looked a little shitty <laughs> in parts. Um, I saw that been, too. Yeah, that may have been the fact that I think this was one of the first like computer animated Disney movies um, mm-hmm. because I believe uh, Oliver and company was the last uh, hand-drawn uh, Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And so that may have been something to do with it, but there's some parts where like they didn't want to animate something like a camera moving around a thing. So they just did a 3d, um, a sort of 3d CGI thing. And it looked bad. Um but despite that, still very much enjoyed it. Yeah, Some of the I scenes I was looking at. Oops, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Flounder was supposed to have transparent fins because I could see like the lines of his body through his fins sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. The only thing I noticed about the animation was like there's like a few scenes in the movie that I just think about, like those really shitty like fan edits where they would make like Disney punk princesses. You know I, mean? I mentioned this I mentioned this to Olivia <laughs> oh, last night so when the, the first glasses. time that she the first time that she's Ariel, like covered in tats yeah when when she gets um when she goes to the prince's uh, palace and is wearing the dress um and I I was like I told Olivia like oh I think she would look better if she had tattoos and gauges and <laughs> it's like and a Jack Daniels tank top yeah and a Jack Daniels <laughs> tank top um that was that was a very specific time uh oh on on tumblr and the internet oh yeah oh yeah yeah in what are we jack talking daniels, about 2010 the jack daniels um, top. <laughs> yeah this 2010 is to 2012 pretty much yeah i think yeah when we first started high school um the yeah oh man that's some rough stuff it's similar to like the same energy as like gangster spongebob holding like the stack of bills you know yeah yeah and uh and scarface uh scarface bugs bunny 
and um mm-hmm. yeah like it's Scarface and, Dewey Griffin and weed smoking Marilyn Monroe uh, <laughs> Scarface Fred Flintstone yeah <laughs> forgive There's... me for what I must yabba dabba yeah. do <laughs> yes oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god I what's those mashup things are still I mean they're still going strong in summer of 2017 or 2018 um went to a like a t-shirt shop in the wisconsin dells the very um the very touristy area of of southern wisconsin and like they have a bunch of t-shirt shops and we just saw like ariel wearing a supreme shirt and (laughs) uh rick rick sanchez as the joe as uh jared leto's joker and like yeah just a lot of that kind of stuff oh man I'd love that shirt. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and the and the newer the newer generation has done it too. Elsa and Anna from Frozen. I saw this yeah. this shirt where it's like, um, not oh, sorry, I, I said shirt. I meant meme, where it's it's similar. It's like uh, the Joker, Thanos, Omni Man, and uh, Killmonger, and it was like, how come they were all right? <laughs> 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 It was so bad. When you don't understand the point of the movie. Um, yeah, that oh reminds Omni me of... Man too? <laughs> Omni-Man too? Omni-Man. That's so strange. The if fucking anyone, supremacist. Um, there is a great Twitter and Instagram account run by a guy named Mabson. Um, it's called Selfies, Food, and Pets. Um, and you can find him by either searching Mabson or Selfies, Food, and Pets. And he does mashup shirts, but they're like... They're always like a WWE superstar a 2000s starlet and uh some kind of anime and they're all fucking fantastic um and like you will often see like the wrestlers pictured on the shirts wearing the shirts uh and it's oh god it's so fucking good um definitely check those out if you haven't seen them anyways little mermaid guys (laughs) little mermaid yeah (laughs) I mean, yeah. we could try to go through the plot or we could just talk about like, I think, because I think at this point, the way Disney is kind of like ruling all media, I think everyone knows the plot more or less. It's but, also very, you know. it's a, it's a super common like musical plot, like small town yeah, girl so, wants to leave kind of thing. And Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. It's like, it, it has like an, I want song, yeah. um, and uh yeah if it kind of follows like the narrative beats of like a musical and it is a musical but it kind of feels like a stage musical um but like it it seamlessly kind of like both functions as both like a stage musical and like a animated movie at the same time for me yeah and i think that that might be a product of it being like a hans christian anderson like an adapted hans christian anderson because like there's a lot of his stories that have been adapted into musicals and plays um and it could also just be like a product of disney being very good at that kind of thing so yeah and i also wanted to mention like this movie was like kind of the beginning of like the disney renaissance uh starting in the 90s um because from my understanding is that like they were kind of falling on some hard times um up before this movie and then this kind of kicked things off and uh really started making them get a lot of money oh yeah Yep, this was the the revival of the brand. Yeah, Um, and another fun fact that Tiana shared with me was that uh, Sebastian was originally going to have a British voice, not his iconic Jamaican. uh, Patois. Patois, yeah. I didn't know Sebastian uh, had a job as a kid. Uh, I just realized he's a composer. Yeah, I totally forgot what his deal was. Like, I... Like I said, I completely had forgotten the plot of this movie, though I picked it up immediately just because it's so easy to follow. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, Sebastian being a like a a composer, but then also um, what's the name of the seagull? Um, Scuttle. Scuttle. Yeah, Scuttle. Scuttle being like a like an idiot, like pawnbroker kind of guy. Um, like I had totally forgotten. I mean, we could we could try to run through the plot, but you yeah. know, uh, 
so there's like a bunch of uh, this movie takes place both on land and then in the ocean and sailors tell stories of King Triton and his court of mer people or more merfolk or whatever. And um, little do they know they actually exist and they have their own utopian society under the sea uh, where we're going to see like this like opera performed by King Triton's like seven daughters uh, where they're, I guess, introducing his like youngest daughter to like, I guess, the kingdom, yes. um, whose name is Ariel, and she has a big solo in this musical that uh, Sebastian the, the Crab is uh, composing. But alas, she's not there to sing her solo, which mm-hmm. you'd think they would have, you know, done some, like, run-throughs to, like, ensure that she was there before they'd actually run it through. But mm-hmm. uh, she's off um, collecting, I guess, artifacts of humans because she's obsessed with... Uh, people and things on on the land an archaeologist if you will can you edit in um when you say triton uh willem dafoe from lighthouse screaming hark triton (laughs) (laughs) yeah that sounds i think that would have been a wild movie yeah yeah but But yeah, yeah so she she's obsessed with uh she wants to know more about uh you know, what's, what's on the land. And uh, uh, I'm already forgetting the movie at this point, but um, <laughs> uh, she's with Flounder, her friend, and they like, get chased by a shark and they make right, it back right. to safety. And then I think Ursula spies her or something. It was like, yes. Oh, look at that. Flots, flotsam and Jetsam, her, her eel cronies. Uh, she can see through their eyes. Right. And, I think it's it's left a little bit ambiguous as what because she used to live at the palace. It seems um, they don't really explain what her relationship was to the to the king. Um, Tiana tells me that in the show Once Upon a Time they expand upon this a little bit and like say that she's Triton's sister. Mm. Wow. Um, but this is like kind of just sort of like oh I used to live at the palace and like yeah. they don't really get into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they came out with um, a movie called Ariel's Origin, um, and it's like a Disney movie. <laughs> you know, there's, one of those. there's quite a few direct to direct to video, uh, yeah, uh, sequels. I think. Yeah, to all the to all the younger listeners out there, before movies went straight to streaming services, uh, they used to go to this, uh, you know, sort of limbo space called uh, direct to VHS or direct to DVD. Uh, mm-hmm. like Ariel 2 or Ariel 3 or Little Mermaid 3, Ariel's Beginning, mm-hmm. which I did watch a lot as a kid because my sister, um, like I said, was obsessed with mermaids and the sea. And we watched that one a lot mm-hmm. because it gives some context as to uh, King Triton's uh, deceased wife, which, right, it's a Disney movie. Of course, there has to be one dead parent. Yep, mm-hmm. always got to have a dead, dead someone. So there's this hunk that lives on on the land named King Eric or, or Prince Eric. He's a prince, and he's being gifted a statue in his honor. Um, but while he um, and his like shipmates are all celebrating his birthday or whatever, um, a horrible hurricane comes in and destroys the ship, uh, almost killing uh, Eric. But Ariel saves the day, saves the prince's life, and. Right before he get, regains consciousness, he gets a little glimpse of Ariel's beautiful face, but doesn't really see her too well, and she jumps back into the sea. And and he hears her voice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's very important. She hears the voice. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, we, we should mention like this, is, this is a musical. Um, mm. So there's a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. You see, girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And where do we go from here? Uh, from here, um, Ursula kind of realizes, or like she's still spying on him, and she realizes that, like, oh, this is going directly as planned. Ariel has fallen in love and with a human, no less. Um, and so she decides to kind of target her and make a potion for her to uh, to get up onto land so she can see her true love. But it takes away her voice, and she can only stay up for three days. Um, and she has to get the kiss of true love from Eric, 
or else um, she will turn back into a uh, a mermaid forever. Um, so she gets uh, hoisted out of the ocean with this potion, um, just pussy out, and uh, it just allow. Uh, and they like try to cover her up, and Eric sees sees her and is like this can't be the same girl uh you lost your voice i can't hear you so it can't be you um and they spend some time getting to know each other and it's very nice uh, yeah a and it's a lot really of, quickly yeah it, there's a lot of like you know cutesy scenes of like her messing up with uh you know human things it's a, it's a real fish out of the water if if you know what I mean. Because hey. um, <laughs> uh, the way she gets her information about like the human world is through her uh, her connection, uh, Scuttle, a seagull, yes. voiced by Buddy Hackett. And um, he pretty much tells her like all the wrong information, like, oh, a fort. This is called a dinglehopper. You use this to comb your hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's scenes of her like using a fork to brush her hair at the dinner table. And I think at this point we can start talking about why we really chose this movie, and that's the French Chef, which I think steals the show for Tim. Is that is that correct? We <laughs> oui, we oui. ha ha. He is the Frenchest. This is like how I learned about French people as a kid. This is my introduction to French people, and I think it was for my benefit because this French Chef um, loves to. He looks. He cooks les poissons, les poissons. Uh, is his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he has it's like a real a catchy pretty, song. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a disgusting caricature. <laughs> and he says "sacre bleu," and he tries to, yeah. and, <laughs> and he tries to kill Sebastian, um, but Sebastian gets the better of him, and he, by the end of this movie, he even knocks out all of his teeth in a rather violent way mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene always bothers me so <laughs> i just uh i just looked up so uh who played the um chef louis um and he's played by rene abergeonois who if you are familiar with star trek plays odo the uh um, from yeah. from deep space nine who who is a uh who's a changeling um and if you look at his face he just looks he kind of looks like an alien um <laughs> and so there's, there's the reason why he was chosen um, oh. but anyway he yeah yeah i have a interesting thing uh just going back a little bit when i think they cut out a scene of uh eric smoking a pipe because ariel says oh look there's a that guy he's playing the snarf blat which is what scuttle called the pipe but then it cuts to Eric and he's not like holding anything or, or doing anything. So like, why would she say mm. that? And I think they cut it out. So they didn't want the kids to see him smoking tobacco or something. They, they have cut out a bunch of stuff from these Disney movies on um, Disney plus, I guess. Um, and like re-edited them. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's so weird. It's a little confusing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let the, let the, the man chief, let, let our prince. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if Eric passed you the booth, Tim, would you accept? <laughs> oh yeah, smoke that seaweed. Prince Eric <laughs> blasting cigs. Yeah, we all want to see. So it. we should also mention, like, uh, Ariel's sixteen and uh, Eric is eighteen. Yes, I think. Okay, so I, I used to think like the, there was like a, a significant age gap. It's not that big, um, but I think. 16 is a bit is a bit young to get married in this movie yes it is it's oh yeah. it's like it's very old-fashioned like that that was the like i think that might still be the age of consent in some states but it's still gross like that is not an adult well it's um, um international waters law so there is no law <laughs> oh yeah yeah they got married <laughs> on a boat so they they're allowed to <laughs> They did. No, they got married on a boat so they could skirt the age of consent laws. On like, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, he's the prince. He makes the laws. Yeah, that is All true. Right. Unless, yeah. unless it's sort of like a figurehead sort of monarchy, like 
the English like mm-hmm. have, you know, yeah. the monarchy doesn't really do anything. Yeah, they have a parliament. And she does get, yeah. I guess she gets her father's permission at the end too. Yeah. No. You know what That's I was thinking funny. about is that, so we're jumping ahead. There's a wedding and it's revealed, you know, like, oh, mer people exist. Sea witches exist. Magic exists. Why isn't that like not talked about more in like the second movie? Like, I yeah. think you'd be entering in like a new era of like, you know, of just the world of like, okay, how are we going to reconcile, you know, humans and mer people? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It was just something I was thinking about. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. This would be like if the muggles found out about the wizarding world. Uh, yeah. It had major implications. Yeah. I mean, where would the wizards shit? That's, that's all I want to know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, JK no she doesn't get a name drop on this on this podcast <laughs> sorry sorry bleep it um, anyway um, so she gets turned into a human yeah and it is the end of the second night uh, and do you it think they turns... did it uh, no I don't think they did uh, <laughs> and um, basically uh, Ursula sees that um it might be going ariel's way and that she might not get her wish so ursula turns herself into a walking talking woman um but uses a an amulet with ariel's voice in it to disguise herself um and she hypnotizes eric with her voice um and convinces eric to marry her um and so Ursula takes Ariel's place on the altar um, and it's a whole, it's a whole big deal. Um, there. So, right, so, Scott, I did sorry, fall asleep uh, kind of around this part, um, <laughs> but I, I woke You're up. like, bore- the, wedding, boring. Yeah. Romance, ew. <laughs> and then, so yeah, Ursula is now called Vanessa and she's yes, a woman. Yes. And uh, I think Flounder toes like he like hop like toes ariel on a barrel or something mm-hmm. yeah because uh, ariel yeah. somehow has forgotten how to swim um yeah she can't swim she only has legs yeah <laughs> so and uh scuttle summons the aid of uh you know birds and uh sea creatures to help stall yes. the wedding um mm-hmm. so a bunch of like seals and gulls attack uh ursula at the wedding and kind of stalls things and eventually she gets back onto the boat, um, rips off the amulet and breaks it and gets her voice back. And she's like, oh, Eric, I wanted to tell you for so long that it was me the whole time. And right before they kiss, the sun sets and um, she loses, I guess, the bet. Um, but it's actually a, a binding contract, which it's is legal. so powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's legal. It's so powerful that even the king's magic uh, doesn't doesn't work on it which again we're going back to like the royalty like don't the royal like the royals set the laws and like that and it's yeah. like i yeah, don't think that I can subvert the laws olivia brought yeah. this up too and i was and of like yeah king triton like he's the king like he should be able to like just break anything like that's his deal but yeah I according guess, to uh, uh, a Lockean reading of the film he is the supreme <laughs> leviathan he should be the one to, I don't see why the, the contract is valid if, the, if he tries to destroy it. Yeah. yeah. He sets a social contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. But, uh, but also, can we talk about how he, he's like a hunk? Like his, uh, I mean, it is Father's Day. I think we should set some time aside to talk about this dad in this movie. Oh, this daddy. Yeah. Yeah. His back muscles. Oh, my Ooh. God. Yeah. He, he's got that. He's got that V. He's got that Michael yeah. Phelps V. <laughs> Yeah, and, he has a, yeah, and he's got a very like uh, voluptuous sort of beard mm-hmm. uh, going on. Yeah, that not like old man. crazy hermit kind of beard, but like very trimmed, very groomed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very good look. Um, Do you think he? Well, hold on, no, I'm, I'm thinking like who's the, probably the fittest dad in all of the Disney movies? Oh. Probably Zeus is number one. Oh, Zeus yeah. is up there. Zeus, and Zeus has yeah. Zeus has a little bit of it. A bit of that hamburger meat on his um, chest. He's got some of that. Um, mm-hmm. 
Kiana made a good point to me also, speaking of uh, Hercules or Heracles. I know you guys are going to be a stickler for that. Um, <laughs> but um, so Ariel and Hercules, I guess, are cousins. Seeing how oh, you know, wow, Triton, yeah. Triton huh. is the son of or is the son of Poseidon and Hercules is the son of um, you know, Zeus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So huh. I guess they're like kind of second cousins or like you that know, is, that is second cousin. Yeah. So that would be yes, son or no, that's first cousin once removed. Um is how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I have a, a list of um dads, Disney dads pulled Disney up. Disney dads. Um, okay. guys, we forgot Mufasa. He's pretty hunky. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people that would that would say that Mufasa is a hunky dad. Um, mm. I'm not one of them. He's got a good voice. He's got a good voice. Yes. I'll say that. Uh, you guys remember that image online of like this like hunky lion or something <laughs> wearing like all this? Is he bling. wearing a business suit? <laughs> no, he's shirtless, and he's like wearing oh, all this mind. bling, and he's like cooking something. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. <yeah>. <laughs> Are you thinking of Tony the Tiger cooking crack? Is that? I think so. <laughs> that image Tony is the amazing. Is not, not, not Disney. <laughs> yeah, not, not Disney. Disney. Um, um, also, uh, if you remember, um, he's not really like that ripped, but uh, Aladdin's dad from like the Thieves Guild <laughs> is like, he's like, he's pretty handsome. For a second, I thought you were talking about the Sultan. I was like, he's a little oh no, little not the Sultan. Short and plump. Is is Carl yeah. from Up count as a dad? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Wait, Mr. Fredrickson? Yeah, Mr. Fredrickson. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, we can't forget about Geppetto. He's a <laughs> yes. Geppetto is a father. Um, Geppetto is a father. Yes. He, he has. He's like a little. Papa. He's not a hunger. Um, there's just the dad of Mulan. Yeah. He's not yeah. a good dad though. He's a bad dad. No, isn't he good at by he the end of this? himself at the end? Okay. He himself. Yeah. All right. Um and he tried to sacrifice himself for the honor of his family. Which I guess isn't the best move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Triton and and Zeus, I think it's a kind of a tie for mm-hmm. for hot dads as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm trying to I, think I was of, mentioning it more in the sense of like who's the most ripped. Oh, who's oh, the, most the ripped? Not, not the best. I'm not saying the best because like oh, if you're, if yeah. you're going, like best looking, if you take off have you seen that image where it's like you take off the beard of Zeus, he's got like no, no like chin. He's got no chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we can okay, if we're talking about best looking, then Mufasa. That's right. Tim's vote. Yeah, yeah, Tim. that's my vote. Locked in. I, I'm not about to yuck any yums. Um, okay. I man, I'm having such a hard time thinking of ones that aren't the ones that we talked about. Does oh right, and I um, think also a lot of Disney dads are dead. Also, yes, Bambi's dad. Um, it is Goofy from a Goofy movie. Ooh, Goofy. That is a good point. There's Marlin from uh, Nemo. I was gonna say there's um oh fuck uh what does does the Hudson Hornet um from Cars count? Um, <laughs> I don't does... know. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, played by uh freaking Paul Newman. Yeah, played by Paul Newman. Does he count? Yes, as a dad. Yeah, he's, he's a he's father, like a father figure. figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's my he's my hottest dad. Yeah, he's hottest a cool dad. car. Oh my god, he's a cool car. <laughs> Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense with you, Jackson. That checks <laughs> and out. And he can drift. He ta- doesn't he drift? Like he teaches yeah, him, he, like yeah, in the green he, heart drift. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, you think Paul I'm, Newman has watched any of the Fast and Furious movies? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I don't know, maybe. That'd maybe cool. in heaven. He's cool. Rest in peace. We should. Um, does that edit already exist of the? It has to. Well, uh, um, we, I, I'll, I'll put in a request with, <laughs> with our friend Chris. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Before I make my pick on, on my Disney dad, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I want to go something a little different. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'll just probably go with the dad from Mulan then. Nice. I think that's my boring pick. Yeah. Well, he was like hot back in the day, I imagine. Like, oh, yeah. No, but he's still like, movie. he is like at least how I would like aspire to be like an old man to be looking very distinguished. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. got that nice like trim, trim beard. And, yeah. You know, still, still in shape, but like maybe can't, can't really do the same moves because of a knee injury. Yeah. yeah. Took an arrow to the knee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, the dad takes the place of Ariel uh, in the contract. And so he turns into a little like kind of, I don't know, sort of kelp monster thingy. They, call, they, they say polyp in the, uh, in the Wikipedia. And I think that's, mm. that is what it is. A polyp. Yeah. It, it, Ursula's weird for just like keeping all of those people there. Yeah, they're like trophies, like yeah, like weird living trophies. Maybe she like maybe that fuels her magic. I don't know. Um, like, but yeah, she steals the crown, turns into a giant monster, mm-hmm. um, and Eric uh, impales her with a boat. Yeah, damn, pretty baller. It's yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Ball- like she gets straight run through, like and <laughs> and like. For all her magic, she just gets killed. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Olivia made she she made a joke of like, "Oh, you made me ink," because there's mm-hmm. like <laughs> inks all over the place. Do you think they had calamari for like months after that? Ooh, I hope. Oh so. man, mm, now I want calamari. I had, some, <laughs> I had some really good calamari a couple weeks ago. Ooh, it's great. Yeah. No. Do go on, please. Explain. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about this calamari? <laughs> it was it was spicy calamari from a tiki bar here in mm. the cities called Psycho Susie's, and uh, they also they have um, fried basil leaves and fried olives in there as well, mm. like with the calamari. It was so fucking good. Um, All right, paint me a picture. Uh, what were you drinking, and what was the decor of? Uh, I, I know you've talked about this place before. Yes, but I've I definitely talked about Psycho Seasies. Um, Psycho Seasies is direct is on the Mississippi River in the northeast neighborhood um, or northeast region of the of the city, which is not it's neither it's not east, but you know whatever. Um, the uh, so it's right on the river. Lots of uh, lots of straw umbrellas. Um, lots of tiki torches um lots of uh lots of kind of carved imagery carved masks and things um and then inside is a lounge like a very 60s almost copacabana style lounge um and i was drinking a mai tai uh and it was lovely Ah, house house mai tai so good um anyway definitely definitely go to psycho susie's i have absolutely plugged them before um but still great still great anyway sorry i just wanted to hear more about calamar <laughs> calamar so good calamar um anyway uh ursula's but dead Tim, t- i got a question for you oh. would you eat that uh, calamari if, it, if you know it came from ursula yes i mean yeah so there's some people I know some people don't like the tentacle parts of calamari. So mm. uh, they only like What's the matter with you? Yeah, I like, the, I like, like the, the chewy bits. So like the body, like is the rest of the calamari just like the body? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so it's Ursula's body. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Maybe it. I remember I remember hearing this story in NPR about um like an NPR reporter researching the story, it turned out to be false, but somebody had started this like rumor that um, there was like um, a calamari, like um, sort of uh, scandal. What's the word I'm looking for? Scandal where instead of selling actual calamari, they were selling pork bung. And it, it turned out that the story was unfounded and not true. But at the end of the story, the reporter um, had somebody recreate um, the exact same dish that they thought was going around, and you can tell the difference between the two. No, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it would taste fine too. I mean, it's just, yeah, and I mean, it's just you clean it. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's what time. sausage casing are making are made out of, yeah, or at least exactly. the real ones are. Yeah. Um, 
and like but squid is so plentiful that like who like it's a super sustainable fish that you can like basically just pluck out of the ocean and they just mm-hmm. multiply so it's yeah there's not really a shortage of shortage of right right squid around anyway yeah um, eat the eat all the part of the squid it's what oh, i'm yeah. saying and and yeah. the pig why not snout to tail yeah <laughs> yeah fry um, up that tail lunch on it mm. Bony, <laughs> oh but something delicious. i noticed at the beginning of the, the movie is uh reference to spongebob or maybe spongebob referencing this because that weird uptight english guy you know who's eric's handler or grimsby grimsby the old beanpole he's He's like, stop all this nautical nonsense, Eric. And then, like, a fish like flops around on the deck, and like that's the intro to the movie. It like jumps back into the water. So um, right, and I think they also mentioned jumping jellyfish, which is something that they say in SpongeBob too. Yes. Ah. And if this this show or this movie came out in '89, um, which is like I think seven or eight years before. Spongebob. Yeah. Um, so and you know Steven Hillenberg watched this movie and was obviously. Like, yes. Oh my god, I have an idea. <laughs> what if there was a sponge? Yeah. Um all right. Uh so it's all or the Ursula's dead. Um Triton, the rest of everyone turns back into back into their their humans or their their selves um and uh triton turns ariel into a beautiful woman um and this time gives her a dress uh and doesn't just make her walk up to the beach naked um and they're all happily they they get married and um happily ever after basically so yeah a lot of the time would have been saved if he had just you know waved his wand and then you know, movie could have ended there. Yeah, but much. alas, we had to go through. Uh, he had to go through. Uh, you know, a change. So if you yeah. think about it, really, it's his story. It is. Yeah, he has to learn to let go of his daughter and let her grow right. up. Ariel doesn't really undergo much of a change, right? She's she's more just. Mm-hmm. She wants to go on land. She goes on land, and then. Uh, she continues to, you know, want to stay up there, and then she gets there. Yeah. She the learns not does to not trust want... sea yeah. witches. Okay, there you go. There's, That's there's the moral the of the story. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't and trust a sea that, witch. Like, I guess nobody under the sea can do it like Eric, so, you know. <laughs> that, that shore dick. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, anyway. what if instead of her becoming like a human they just made uh eric a, a mer person that i mean that would have been interesting accommodate women come on yeah. guys we need to yeah what if he was like you know i'm actually more fascinated with living underwater yeah we like mm-hmm. could they could like just kind of switch back and forth yeah you'd think Why they could because just... triton can just fucking wave his fucking triton mm-hmm. or his uh his trident so. and he can um what, she could just go in a wheelchair and she doesn't really need legs. And then... Uh, she yeah. does have to stay wet, though, doesn't she? I don't think so. No? Does she? I don't think so either. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this is for our fan fiction for later. We'll be writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Or it could be like that one movie, H2O, where mm. like, if she gets wet, doesn't she turn into a mermaid? Oh, was that a Disney Channel original? Or did they just show it on Disney? Maybe. Um, I think I it was remember. a wait. H two O was a was a TV series. Okay, because there was a oh was it? Okay, there was a like a Disney Channel Disney Channel original something that centered around a uh, that centered around Aquamarine mermaid. Right. My sister was also, yeah, Aquamarine. That's the one that gave us Island in the Sun by Weezer. Oh, that's like right. They gave us a version where they sing to that, dance to that. My sister okay. loved that movie too, because I watched that movie a lot as well. I remember, so my one of my best friends growing up, his little sister 
fucking loved Aquamarine, both because it starred mm. Jojo. Her name, she she also went by Jojo. Um, mm. And she was, I believe, she, she was four years younger than us. She was like six when it came out. She fucking loved it. Every time I came over, she was watching Aquamarine. Um, that's a that's a classic. The 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 early two thousands mermaid essence, um, of uh, of properties. Right. Anyway. Well, anyway, should we uh, ratings? Yeah, we should get into the ratings. I'll run us through them. So we have the God tier, uh, which we reserve for only one movie. What movie is that? Monsieur Jackson. That movie is Chef. Uh, oui, oui. And um, uh-huh. below that, we have um, I'd Like to Speak with the Chef. It's a very excellent movie. Highly recommend. Go and tell everybody about it. Uh, compliment the director on Twitter. Um, below that, we have a solid movie, which is a three Yelp star. Good, not great. Um, and uh, below that, we have a ticket to go. You know, it's, it's okay. You know, and uh, below that is uh, 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 check, please. check, please. And that's a movie we don't recommend. Uh, you might want to skip on that one. And below that, we have only one other movie and a movie we've given the worst rating to. That rating is Dine and Dash, uh, but we've only given it to one movie and we reserve it for one movie. So it could always change. It could be this movie. We'll just have to listen to find out. Uh, what movie was that? Jackson again. That movie was Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so two things. I've recently been going through uh, Adventure Time and uh, I watched that episode with the uh, check, please. So it made me think of you guys. But the second thing is also related to the Foobies and about Adventure Time is I found out that Andy Milanakis voices Nectar, the pie throwing robot, which I did not yeah. know. Yeah, I did not know that either until recently. I um I noticed that as soon as I started watching it, I I knew it was Andy Milanakis. But yeah, Poppy. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, Olivia hates Nectar. I love Nectar. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of neutral on Nectar. He can be annoying. Oh, he's very annoying. Uh, yeah. But anyways, um, I'll go with this one. I think this is a great, great Disney movie. Iconic, no question. Um, as much as we like to clown on Disney, I think this one's a fine movie. Um, yeah, so I'll give it a, uh, what is it? Speak with the chef. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm no, sorry. no, it's all how it feels. I've been messing it up. Sorry. It's yeah. Okay. So sorry. Going back to the ratings. It's actually, um, I'll have what Phil's having. That's what I meant. Our God tier <laughs> that's rating. A, that's a good. Like to to no, 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 no. I'm not giving it. We can't take chef off that pedestal. Anyways, yeah. feed it to Phil. Mm-hmm. Although this movie does have a very iconic chef in it. True. Yes. Almost as iconic as the chef from chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'll I'll go next. I'll say that um, I did enjoy this movie. It made more sense uh, watching it as an adult. Uh, like I really needed to know that Sebastian was a composer. Uh, that adds a lot to his character. And um, I would, I mean, show this to like some kids. Like I'd recommend it to some kids and maybe people. I don't have that much nostalgia for it, so I'm just gonna give it. Um, uh, take it a go. Like, I think it's good, but like, I wouldn't really want it's not my cup of tea, I guess. Um, I'll split the difference between you two. I'll say three Yelp stars. I like this movie a lot. It's objectively very good. Um, obviously, I'm not like the target demographic for it or anything. Um, and the the songs are very good. There's a reason the it won best original score and best original song uh, at the Oscars that year. Um, and the voice talents are great. This is before mm-hmm. companies just started hiring fucking big name actors to be in everything just because they're big names. They're actual yeah. theater theater and voice actors. Um, and they're, they know what the fuck they're doing. Um, and the only gripe that I have against it is like some of the animation doesn't hold up. All of the, all of the 2D animation looks great. Um, it's just some of there's a little bit of 3D animation that is not ideal, um, but I very much liked it a lot, um, but not quite enough for a fill. So 
three upstairs. Awesome. Um, yeah, I was going to have some other. Oh, okay. Sorry. Going off to a tangent real quick about, uh, you know, Disney or just animation studios just hiring celebrities because of their names. Uh, Jim Gaffigan is in that new um, movie, um, Luca. And I got to say, he has the most like, I don't know, just sort of boring voice in this movie. Yeah. And it's just like, you could have hired literally anybody else yeah. and it would have functioned the exact same way. But that's just me. Anyways. Hire voice plugs. actors for voice roles. Yes, and give them credit. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, follow the Foovies on all the socials, all like, the podcasting platforms. Tell your friends about it. Write us write us the letter. Uh, send it to uh, Foovies, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and what else do we got to plug? Um, I went to a very good Taiwanese restaurant um, here in South Las Vegas uh, called Shang Mian. And I had some amazing um, uh, vegetarian noodles, like, and a cucumber salad with like tahini and like sesame. And it was, ooh, super refreshing on such a hot, hot Las Vegas day. Crisp cucumbers with that tahini, savory and sweet. Ooh, delicious. Delicious. So yeah, that's what I'll plug. Nice. Um, nice. You can follow me on Twitter at Jax Rebo, J A X R E B O. Um, it's still summer, baby. And um, I will plug uh, the 331 Club in Northeast Minneapolis. Um, it is a bar with pretty simple bar food, but they have great cocktails um, and a really fun trivia. And we lost on Friday and we got a t-shirt. So even if you lose, you get a prize. Yeah. All right. You can check out me on Twitter. Um, just find me. You, you know where I'm at. Also, our podcast on Twitter with uh, has really great posts. I do say so. It does. It does. Um, <laughs> also, I do want to plug a restaurant that's like really close to where I live. Oh, wait. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> um, nobody's going to care. Uh, yeah, Lily's Cafe. Um, they aren't seafood, but they are Vietnamese. And uh, it's really good. I think I've plugged them before, but I just like them so much that I'll plug them again. So Lily's Cafe. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. So Tim, hey, Tim, how do we close out this uh, special Father's Day podcast? You... you uh, Take your dingle hopper or uh, your mug or whatever, and you we clink them together and say provecho, which means uh, thank you for dining with us. And happy three. Father's Day. And happy Father's Day. Father's Day. One, two, three. Provecho. 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 Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.